1: We have a great show for you today. We are doing super duper montage favorite Waffle Drills with Daniel Tiger. That's right. Plus, Ashley has gifted me with a segment that she made up herself that I I honestly, it's the gift that keeps on giving. Ashley, do you want to introduce that one? It might be my greatest idea in regards to
0: the show ever. It is Hot Goss Celebrity Bulge Edition. <laughs> <laughs> just wait till you hear what inspired it.
1: I just love that like kind of as we keep going with this, we just start getting crazier and crazier. Any sort of filter we had, which was not very much, is just gone.
0: I wonder if it's like, you know, it's hard to do an episode and come up with content every week for something. So it's just like, what wacky shit can we do to keep things fresh and fun and interesting? And, you know, I love talking about dicks through sweatpants.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? I know this is still the introduction, but I hung out with my friend Valerie the other day and she's Southern and she told me that in the South, they call sweatpants quitters. Quitters? Like you quit, so you put on your sweatpants. Oh, that's funny. The most on-target thing I've ever heard. Hit the nail on the head. She was like, you want a pair of quitters? I was like, what? She's like, quitters, sweatpants. And I was like, winners never quit, quitters never win. Give me the sweatpants. So funny.
0: But as always, we have hashtag swag bag. But up first... Kids, take it away. Kicking shit. Today, my son turns Four. And I woo, like woo, woo. I really know that I run the risk of sounding a like a complete narcissist by saying
1: like it also
0: feels like a very celebratory day for me. No, that's not narcissistic.
1: You're the one that pushed that little fucker out.
0: I mean, and, and for Matt too, you know, like I include him in the me part of this. It's just like, wow, we kept a kid alive for four years and he's so he's such a good boy. In fact, he said to me, this morning we woke him up. We we have a tradition in our house that I've had since I was little called Birthday Parade. Oh. And uh, it's not actually a parade, but when I was little, my parents... Maybe would- you should name it
1: something <laughs> different. <laughs>
0: <laughs> my parents would come into my room when I was little with like all my gifts and we would sit in bed and open it and you know, you eat your favorite things for breakfast, but this Did year... Did I have pie? He had cake. He didn't okay. have pie, but we have him come downstairs and we have all his things set up. So we were super, super excited. But Matt and I went in this morning. We sang his wake-up song that we always sing. We had birthday hats on. And he goes, Mama... My favorite gift of all is you. Oh and I was just God. like, shut the fuck up. I love you. Who are you? Oh my God. That is the
1: cutest thing I've ever heard.
0: I don't know. Listen, you know how it goes. Like we have times where he is just the greatest, best little thing in the entire world. And then we have times where I want nothing to do with him. And somehow we've turned the corner. This has been a longer period of Stretch. good time. Yeah. But God, I love him. He is just, and I love him even when he's a shit, but... But I just adore him. I really do. Apparently, he called like another little kid a shitbird. <laughs> Because I call him a shipbird all the time. I'd be like, you're a little shippard. One time he, he goes to another kid. He goes, you're a shipbird <laughs> And I was like, well, I guess I'm proud. Yeah. My shits are, it's kind of hard for me to think of shits. I did have a legitimate argument recently with a man that started one way and ended with, um, women shouldn't make as much money as men do because they don't work as hard. Oh, yeah. I heard about that fight. And that was something. To that I can say, eat a bag of dicks. I mean- I said a lot of things. I did not insult him. I did not call him any names because I knew if I did that, anybody who was privy to this argument was going to devalue all the other things that came out of my mouth. So, Ashley, that
1: is so grown up of you. I know.
0: I know. I'm really growing. I hate it. But here we are. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I wanted to say, go fuck yourself, you stupid fuck. But... I didn't. So props to me. I guess that's a tits. It was really hard to have that argument and A, not insult somebody. And B, you know when someone says something that you're just so taken aback by? You're just like, all those times I have anxious back and forth rapport in my head in the mirror. This was not a conversation I planned on having. So I'm really no. not even sure what to say here. And of course, I'm very much simplifying the argument. There was a lot of other things that went into it, but that's what it boils down to. And that's a different podcast. That is. Yeah, it was a lot. I think aside from how dare you where my head went, it was just like, oh, wow, there are people that actually feel this way. It's kind of like the first time I as a Jewish woman met an anti-Semitic person and I have never met an anti-Semitic person. And I was just like, oh, oh, shit, you do exist. Yeah. This shit is not made up. You are a real thing. Holy moly that my shits are Not so much the argument, but the fact that... That exists. Yeah, there are actual people... I've never met... I felt like
1: I met a unicorn in the worst way. The other part of that that's... I don't know if... I say scarier, but I don't know if it's scarier, but even if you feel that way, you're dumb enough to say it out loud. Yes, that somebody actually felt like it was okay to do that. Yes, to a woman. Like whether you feel that way or not, like be smart enough to know your audience, read the room, bra. And
0: that's the other thing, the audacity, like I am not a meek woman. I am not a woman who doesn't state their opinions that <laughs> as you guys know, that doesn't say what I need to say. Like I am a very vocal outside spoken stand-my-ground woman. So it felt like a dare
1: almost. I was going to say, maybe he did it on purpose knowing that, trying to see if he could bait you. Yeah,
0: I do think that that played a part in it, but also I'm wondering if I'm giving too much intelligence credit there. Yeah, possibly. I'm really not sure, but all I can tell you is didn't like it, don't want to do it again. That's a, a zero out of ten for that one. I'm proud of you, though. I just would like to say that there Thank is you. a tits
1: to that, which is way to be mature. Thank you. I don't think I could have been that mature, honestly.
0: Thank you. I told my mom, and my mom was like, like oh man I would have told him to go fuck himself and I was like I knew I couldn't I knew if I did in this exact situation my intelligence my validity my argument was going to be questioned and I'm proud that I am growing enough to have the wherewithal to know that because I have a temper and I would normally be like this
1: show should be called two girls with a temper
0: (laughs) really yeah it should so what about you what are your tits and your shits my tits are I don't have a brain tumor yay Although the shits are, we'll never get that Today Show exposure now. I know, I know. I'm sorry. I was really hoping to have cancer and we could get better exposure for our show, but... I am so glad that you don't have cancer. I will take never getting that
1: level of publicity just for you to not have cancer. Just so everybody knows, the tumor didn't have to be cancer. It could have been not cancer, but I don't have a tumor. So that's the good news. Uh, The bad news is I still have all the side effects and the high cortisol and all that stuff. And that it's caused from extreme anxiety and <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Well, the tits and that are better meds. That's right. Better, stronger meds. Better science, better yeah. health. So yeah. yeah, I mean, listen, I don't think I allow myself to feel the full impact of everything. I, you know, I texted you. It's been a crazy two years. Yes. I lost one of the closest people in my life to me. She died. Yeah. And I'd always said that I didn't know how I could go on when that happened. And I did go on and I handled yeah. it. But probably, you know, there's this famous book called The Body Keeps Score and it's about all the things you don't think you're feeling, but the body is keeping score of it. And so I think it's just a cumulative thing of, you know, my grandmother dying, us losing our job, me losing another job during that time. What was the other job? The yoga one? Yeah. Moving twice within that time. Almost dying in childbirth. Yeah. Um, Moving to a new town. Pandemic.
0: Right. Let's not
1: forget about that one. It's been a trying two years and I think my body was just like, yeah, brah.
0: I don't want to take away from you and what you're going through. But I think, you know, there's so much science behind what happens to people when they go through a traumatic period and a traumatic time in their lives. And, you know, aside from all those other plethora of things that you just listed, yeah, I think now that we're kind of coming out on hopefully the other end of this COVID thing. I mean, you and I were fucking terrified. We would like text each other. We were crying. It was a lot mm-hmm. at the beginning. And I think that we're were far enough removed at this point to not even remember what that was like, and almost like disassociate from how traumatizing that really was. And we're you know in New York, which was like the epicenter of
1: horror. It's the epicenter of everything, shit. guys. We're New York-centric.
0: <laughs> no, I, I I don't even mean it. Like, I know. like at the beginning, we were hit the worst, yeah. and it was you know we live in a very condensed area, so it was it's not like you could still go for a walk in the cul-de-sac with your kid no. and not have a mask on, like you were living in an apartment. I was afraid to use the elevator. Yes, exactly. I think now that we're far removed, it's very easy to forget how incredibly traumatizing that really was. I mean, we weren't seeing our families and that's a lot for us. So I'm very happy. I'm so glad you're healthy because I need you in my
1: life. I know. Me too. I need you, boo. All right. Well, you know what? When you find out you don't have a brain tumor, you know what you need to do? All your favorite things in one show. So that's what we got for you today. Oh, I just smelled underneath my sports bra. Don't ask me why I did that. I had to adjust something. It literally smells like old moldy socks from a little boy's bedroom. Thank you so much. What's
0: the deal with Daniel Tiger? What's the deal with Daniel Tiger? Okay, so Bianca brought this up. Wait, let's rewind. For those of you who have not been listening for, you know, since the beginning of the show, we do a segment that we absolutely love called What's the Deal? And we basically just examine the shit out of something kind of ridiculous. We've done indoor play places. On our old show, we did Bubble Guppies and
1: Paw Patrol. And today, Daniel Tiger, Daniel Tiger. is getting the treatment. So Bianca, our new babysitter, had never seen Daniel Tiger until babysitting with Luna. And she's like, one day she said to me, you know, I really like Daniel Tiger. I was like, I know. And she goes, but I have a question. Why does Daniel and his dad not wear pants, but the mom does? And also Daniel's dad's shirt tunic is like uncomfortably short. And then also when they go to bed, like when Daniel and his dad go to bed, then they wear pants. Yes, it makes no sense. Like why? So they're acknowledging the fact that sometimes pants are a thing for tigers. But why not during the day? Is it
0: maybe because mom tigers have a vagina? (laughs) And you would assume you're looking at her vagina because there wouldn't be anything extra to draw.
1: Speaking of celebrity bulges, Daniel Tiger's dad must have zero dick because his tunic is so short, we would see that sucker hanging.
0: (laughs) I wonder if this is the first time anyone's talked about Daniel Tiger's dad's dick. (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) I hope we get that out. That's what we should name this episode. Daniel Tiger's dad's dick. I think we have too many episodes with the word dick in them at this point. So
1: that's my first. And that was a la Bianca. But I was like, yeah, like some of the animals are wearing pants and some of the animals are not wearing pants.
0: Yeah. Well, it's kind of like in Paw Patrol, like why do these animals speak and none of
1: the other animals in this world speak? You know, one of my biggest things in all movies is continuity. I am a continuity queen. I'm always like, why was the lights on in this? And now the scene, the lights are off. So continuity with cartoons is kind of my thing. I'm like, I mean, if you're going to have some of the animals not wear pants then have all of them wear pants. Exactly. And then put them in a sleep shirt with pants. Like let's keep some continuity. Right. Or what world am I living? You're ruining the verisimilitude of this.
0: But also, the same would go for dresses. Like I, I don't. I haven't watched Daniel Tiger in a long time because it's not Sebastian's jam. Yeah. Even though I wish it was because I love it. And I think it's kind of like the girl characters wear dresses. Also, so like in this continuity idea, would they then wear for pajamas like sleep shirt dresses? Like what's his face from A Christmas Story? Yeah, I was gonna
1: say or like all the. Girls ghosts from um, Scrooge. <laughs> right? Exactly.
0: Exactly. Like, uh, would they just wear sleep gowns with maybe a hat? And an old candlestick? Yes. No electricity. <laughs> All right. Keep going. Why does that child always say toots? Like, I kind of like it, but it's also kind of annoying. Because isn't that supposed to be Miss Elaine, which is basically like Miss Elena. But isn't she like a, an Elaine Stritch type that's how I always kind of pictured her.
1: This is a child. It kind of tickles me that she keeps saying "tuts." I like it. She's like, "Okay,
0: tuts." It just—it's it's like an old like Mae West Elaine Stritch character in a child. Which we need more of those. I know, honestly. but it's just like weird. It's Like, hey,
1: tuts. Also, why does Katharina Katharina Kitty always use her meow language when the other animals just like occasionally dabble in animal sounds? Like, occasionally hoots the owl. Will go. Who? And Daniel sometimes goes, grr, I'm three stripes tall or whatever. Katerina Kitty is always like, meow, 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 meow. It's so freaking annoying. She's like one of those baby talkers that like, as soon as your best friend gets around her boyfriend, she's like, yeah, I just need a drink of water. That's what she's like. She's going to be one of those bitches that has like a mini purse everywhere she goes. And she's like, my purse is too small. I can't carry a credit card. Like a
0: a Jacquemus. Yeah. Jacquemus. Those tiny purses that I hate so much that are in style because, you know, they don't they don't even carry like a credit card card what do you put it and do
1: anything can you draw for me?
0: Like that. Do you know what it is? I had a roommate in college who, we always had like this weird group of guys hanging out in our room. That doesn't
1: sound fishy at all.
0: No, no, no. I went to an art school. So it's like literally it was 25% male, my college. And our unofficial saying was gay by May." Got it. Um, <laughs> Which is, you know, cancel culture now would kill us for that. But it was true. You know, you would start out with a guy who would say they were straight by the end of the year. They'd be like, I'm out. Right. Um, Which I guess is what happens when you go to a theater school in New York City. So we would have, you know, these kinds of guys hang out in our room and girls too. And she would always do things like change and be like, I'm turning my back to everybody, but then like change in front of a mirror. And that is who Katerina Kitty reminds me of. I know she's a child and that's like a weird connection. What an
1: annoying bitch she is. I mean, the worst. She's always like, Daniel, I have the tutu because I'm a ballerina. I'm gonna," And she's like, I'm going to be the line leader. And Daniel's like, I wanted to be line leader. And Katerina's like, Suck it, Daniel. She's like the yeah.
0: worst. Here's Mike. what's the deal? What's the deal with Daniel Tiger being such a whiny ass bitch? I'm sorry. I love him. I love the show. He's not as bad as
1: Caillou. We <sighs> thank God Caillou was canceled.
0: I've never seen Caillou. But Daniel Tiger's whininess drives me crazy. And my own kid, when he gets whiny, I'm like, I'm not talking to you if you're like this. Yes. <laughs> you want to talk. You want what you want. Then you need to talk to me like a big boy. <clears throat>
1: Want to go do this is not going to work for me, kid. Yeah, I'm like, I don't, I don't know what why okay, I can't understand why I and mean, use your grown up no, voice. No, no, no. Okay, so there's no mention of why some people are regular and some are animals, right? Especially because all the people with jobs are are humans.
0: Well, Daniel Tiger's dad has a job. What's his job? He like makes
1: watches or
0: clocks or something. Oh,
1: because like all the important jobs, like the listen to me, all the important jobs. I'm like a like the, classes, the baker, like acre <laughs> Baker, and like the king and the music shop guy and the doctor mm-hmm. the pretty indian doctor who's like my favorite character are all humans yeah well is his teacher human i forget yeah, his no, teacher's an animal no right? his teacher's human oh right 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 right. yeah that's a really good point. so like are we living in some some society where the daniel's dad like a slave are the animals slaves like, what is i don't think so they
0: seem like they're very happy with their well, freedom then why are they
1: so freaking lazy that none of them have jobs
0: i mean that's a question for so many things. i know maybe so. it's because
1: some of them don't have real hands I don't know. Okay, so one of my favorite conspiracy theories about Daniel Tiger. <laughs> Daniel's grandpa is like mm, a sailor. A French guy. Yeah, Grand yeah. He's like a sailor and lives on this like lighthouse private island and I guess it's French <laughs> but there's no, because me- he's called Grand Père, and he has like an accent but there's no mention of like nationality of Dan- is a French Canadian? Like what is Daniel Tiger? No one else in Daniel Tiger's family has an accent. So he's like French and then there's also no mention of him ever having a grandmother. So like what happened there? Is grandpa like a swinger? Is he di de- yeah, I mean he feels like a swinger to me. Yes.
0: I get vibes like he definitely like docked in some foreign land <laughs> and took on like a mistress, maybe fell in love with a local working lady, yeah. if you know what I'm mm-hmm, saying. Mm-hmm. And you know, grand mayor or whatever. How do you say grandmother? I don't <laughs> French, know, I just made that up. I said grandma. That works you know, she probably got wind of it and was like, I'm leaving your ass. Call this self-respect.
1: And then maybe she died. Maybe she died. I don't know. But I really want to know the backstory of Grand Mare. And also, there's one episode where Katarina Kitty starts wanting Grand Père's attention. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Away from Daniel Tiger. Uh, it's the most on money thing I've ever seen. She's like, meow, 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 Grand Oh my God. That feels
0: a little too toddlers and
1: tiaras for my And wife. he's like, it's okay we can share oh our intentions
0: I'm telling you one day someone's gonna write us an email one day and be like you guys talk about like pedo shit <laughs> a little too much but you and I are always questioning people's intentions and are like that's a little too I don't think
1: Grandpa would have done anything I just think it's that thing where kids are exploring I think Père, he just has a je ne sais quoi as they say well it's the Benetton stripes, let's be honest <laughs> that's what does it for and me and the Greek sailor's
0: cap right. and he doesn't wear pants so he's ready to party right and doesn't he wear a blazer yes. on top of his stripes. Like, who doesn't love a man in Benetton stripes and a blazer? I was just going to say,
1: I'm attracted to Grand Père. Plus, he has his own private island and a boat. He exudes BD. You know what he is? He's below the deck. <laughs> it's below deck. I know, but I always mess it up, so now I'm going to continue to mess it up. He's a captain. He's above deck, I Ooh, think. I hope he's
0: above my deck. I don't deck. know if that's a thing. <laughs> and now we're talking about bestiality. <laughs> How many stripes tall is Grand Père? <laughs> Ew. Or should I say, how many strides long? How do we Photoshop a picture of Grand Père in quitters with a bulge <laughs> as promotion for this episode?
1: Or him in the shower with sex life. <laughs> ew. Ew. Oh, goodness gracious. Uh. Okay, keep going. The Inside Beach episode, like, what the fuck? What is that? Oh, where they, like, bring sand in the house? Yes, it's a rainy day. He's having a play date. It's a rainy day. They were supposed to go to the beach.
0: This is basically, like, the way I feel about going to Russia. Like, you (laughs) couldn't pay me. You could not pay me to go to Russia, and you also could not pay me to bring sand into my house. The
1: Inside Beach episode, they're like, setting up on inside beach, on inside beach. And they bring sand into the house. And then the mom comes in and is like, oh my, Daniel, I'm very sad.
0: Have you bought kinetic sand yet? Yeah, I don't. I'm not into
1: it. Literally the worst fucking thing I, in the entire I world. I bought a tiny little tub of kinetic yes. sand mixed with slime together. Yeah. Oh, my God. That together. sounds awful. Together. Whatever that is. Yeah, don't. Yeah,
0: no. Sand in the and house. And it was
1: scented. It was all the things.
0: Oh, my God. That's terrible. Kinetic sand is supposed to fucking stick together, and that shit was all over the place. So regular sand in my house? Terrible. Awful. No, thank you.
1: I'm always like, now, you know, they ended up like figuring out how to make inside beach with blankets. But once you put that thought into a kid's head, then they just want to do inside beach the fun way, which is bringing Sandy into your house. I'm like, I can't even tell you. I've had this discussion with at least four other moms where they're like, that Daniel Tiger inside beach. Fuck, my kid did that. Why would they ever do that? And Luna yeah. tried to do it too. She's like, I'm setting up an inside beach. I was like, remember how they ended up doing inside beach with blankets? Do it that way. But I'm like, come on, Daniel Tiger. You shouldn't even put that thought in their head. They wouldn't have thought about it if you had to put it in their head.
0: Yeah, no.
1: That's The, a, the that's episode a should just me. be called setting up to fuck up your parents' house. Anyway. Yeah, it's just like, what what can we do to
0: torture parents? Sometimes I wonder if, like, kid show creators are just like, let's find a way to just mess up a parent's day today.
1: I mean, I hope not, but maybe. Maybe. I mean,
0: I can't understand otherwise. Yo, know, my Nana called three times in that segment. Why don't you call her back? No, she's calling to wish Sebastian a happy birthday. He's not here.
1: But otherwise, you know, Mr. Rogers, though, like, Mr. Rogers and Daniel Tiger, it's like a good show, and it's kind of a better parent to my child than I am.
0: I mean, you and I— are Mr. Rogers stands, which is so weird to say it like that because, like, Mr. Rogers right. is so old school. I don't know what stan
1: means, by the way. I keep pretending I do, but I don't.
0: Stan means like you're a big old fan, and it comes from my Gen Z friend explained this to me. It comes from the Eminem song Stan, where, you know, that fan writes Eminem a letter. You know, remember that one that
1: Dido's on? Oh, right. Did you right, right. don't call and why? Go Go a little. A little. Got it. Right. Okay, I didn't know that. Stan. Luna told me when I was having a panic attack to take a deep breath and count to four. So, thanks, Mr. Rogers. I love that. did she? She said that the other day to
0: Sebastian, right? At his birthday party. She said to take a deep breath and count to four. I love that. I love that. This is why I, I think there's a lot of wonderful lessons to get out of Daniel Tiger. I really do. I think it's a great
1: show. Lee and I sing the songs all the time. And now Bianca singing them all the time. They're like our top 40s. Like some bangers. They're real bangers.
0: You guys need to download Noggin. It sucks that you have to pay for it. We get it for free because of Matt's job. Right, right up there. Like the songs
1: are... A plus. Here's some of the bangers from Daniel Tiger. When you feel so bad that you want to roar, take a deep breath and count to four. One, two, three. Three, four. There's also, you can take a turn, and then I'll give it back. And then another one is, um, when you have to go potty, stop and go right away. Oh, that one's a good one. God bless those bangers. That's about it for me. that anything to Me! <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> no, I love it. You know, it's hard for me to really speak on this because when Sebastian was a baby and I was like, okay, you need to start getting into TV because I am the parent that was like, you need to have a program that's yours because I have so many.
1: You need to take ownership of your television.
0: Right. You need to start at six months old. I need you to start discerning what kind of taste we're developing in TV because this is a very important talking point for me. But I would really try to push Daniel Tiger and it just, nope, nope, no bueno. Not his thing. So it's been a very long time since I've watched it. Daniel Tiger, we love you. All right. Should we move on to more inappropriate content? Let's do it. Oh, my God. Guys, welcome to Hot Goss, famous bulges edition. Let me explain to you the motivation behind this segment. It's a twofold explanation. Yeah, like we're
1: talking about folds already.
0: Two of them. Yeah. Well, that's vaginas. One, my husband loves a basketball short. He loves a basketball short to work from home, lounge around. You know, that's his equivalent of a quitter. The problem however, is that I can always see the outline of his dick. And he goes to drop off our child and pick up our child in these shorts. And I said to him the other day, don't you think that maybe it's a little inappropriate that I can see your dick and you're taking your child to school? And he got very self-conscious and was like, that makes perfect sense and I never thought of it. And I was like, yeah. You know, like he always was like, he would wear these sh- like basketball shorts to go swimming. And I was like, you need a bathing suit so that everyone doesn't see the tip of your penis. Right. Like I don't need to see all the outlines of your dick. Just like you don't need to see the crevasses of my vagina through my clothes. So that was the first. The second was these pictures that have come out of, I love, Harry Styles. In, I believe, Italy with Olivia Wilde. He's wearing, you know, a exercise short of some kind. And uh, he is soaking wet. (laughs) And you can see his dick bulge. Yeah, And I was just so satisfied, seeing it because it, it was such a thing of beauty. And this is not a thing for me, honestly. It's really not. It's not anything I've ever paid attention to. I just really like Harry Styles and was like, oh, Lord. Um, oh, I guess it's trifled because also this sex life show on Netflix that I have not watched and neither have you, no. but that guy's humongous penis. Humongo, which we're still trying to figure out if it's real or not. We're hearing both sides. Yes. We're hearing that it's, it's a prosthetic. We're hearing it's real. But Lord have mercy. Honestly, that one, if I saw it, I'd run in the other direction screaming. I'd run to get an yes. Advil
1: and then run right into it.
0: You'd be like, sign me up. Right. And I'd be like, ah, <laughs> I don't want that. Anyway, so because of all of these dick stories coming up lately, I thought it was time to visit our famous, our favorite famous bulges. Surprisingly, I am not the first person to think of this. <laughs> they even red book had an article <laughs> on it, a slideshow. Our list will consist of ones that we all know, and then some ones that I saw as repeat offenders on lists that I never realized were so prevalent, but yeah. they show up multiple times on the list. So First up, Harry Styles, if you haven't seen the picture, just
1: go Do look. Do yourself a favor. Just go look. I was thoroughly impressed with everything I saw in that picture, frankly. I mean, he's doing God's work. He really is.
0: Uh, Second is perhaps
1: the most famous Famous bulge well that and Chris Maloney's ass I feel like those two are the most famous bulges around
0: right but the most famous dick bulge I think if you talk about dick bulges there's only one man who comes consistently to everyone's mind John and his big old ham yes John Ham and that thing he's swinging around you know he doesn't really do it for me no I think he looks
1: like literally a big hawk of ham he's not my thing I also think he seems like a dick uh yeah I could see that like funny but also like kind of a dick. That, I mean, I don't know this to be true, but he just seems like that person that everyone's like, no, he's so funny. And you're like, eh, but he's I also I mean, I guess if you're the kind of guy who's self-assured enough to always
0: have your dick showing through your pants, uh, then you're probably... And to always wear pants so tight enough. Always. Always. And I also want to preface this by saying, I don't actually find that attractive. I haven't said that at all. I don't like see a guy running down the street. You know how guys always love to run without shirts on? I don't see why that's necessary. You're not any less hot. Hot without a t-shirt on it's just not my thing I, it doesn't do anything for me I'm not like oh look at that hunky guy running like no clothes are actually f- make people more attractive to me so um start picking clothes where I don't see your penis in my opinion
1: I mean I I don't like a tight pant on a man in general I like a well-fitting right. pant like it doesn't need to be super baggy but I'm sure John Hamm would say he just has muscular thighs and that's why he well, can't he's got a few muscular but, things but he always like puts it to one side and yes. lets it hang all the way down to the middle of his leg and you can sometimes see like the hair outline ew, too ew really ew yeah, ew I don't like it, that ew I gave me the skeevies. <laughs>
0: ew you can see his pube hair ew sometimes sometimes Gross. buy thicker pants if yes, I can see a pubes like I Know, start wearing like a jock strap or something, something just contain that fucking thing. I think you should take the next one because you and my husband share a love of him, Justin Thoreau. You love
1: him. I love him. I love a man that, like, similar to Harry Styles, I love a man that looks a little little dirty. Yeah, a little dirty. And Justin Thoreau's been, you know, killing it in the shirtless game before Harry Styles was even a thing. Really? He's not a chronic offender like John Hamm. No, but he has a few. He has a few offenses. Oftentimes, while getting on and off of his motorcycle Mm. yeah I feel like he is a man who enjoys himself yeah and how he looks
0: I feel like he's a man who enjoys anything that brings him pleasure
1: and you know for him I don't mind seeing his member because I feel like it's really on brand for him yes so I feel like it's the surprise ones. Like, Johnny I, Han's, like, a little bit of a surprise, except we're so used to it now. It's like, Justin Theroux, yeah, you're dirty. I, I wouldn't be surprised if I just saw your dick in general.
0: Justin Theroux seems like the kind of guy whose pants smell. You know that oh, guy yeah. whose, like, pants always smell just, like, dirty balls? That's what my ex was like, and I kind of got into it.
1: I was kind of into it.
0: Yeah, there, there's a certain kind of guy that that's their vibe. There was a guy I, years and years ago, really liked. I thought he was so hot. And he also, like, his pants always smell. Smelt like dirty balls, and I don't like it, but I didn't mind it in that situation.
1: Listen, most of the times I don't like it. It takes a rare breed, a special kind, for that to be okay. And I believe mm-hmm. that Justin Throw is one of those people. Yeah,
0: yeah, I agree. Next up, Idris Alba. He's hot. He is a very sexy man. Idris Alba is like, man, you know, like you look at that guy and you're like, that is a fucking man. Next up, another very, very famous dick bulge, Jason DeRullo. <laughs> Because can you say his name if you don't sing it? No. Um, specifically, remember when he shared like two things? Firstly, he shared that picture on his own Instagram of him in boxer briefs. And it was like so fucking ridiculous. Do you remember that? <laughs> no, I'm looking it up right now. Okay, well, there's that. And secondly, they had to blur his dick out of cats
1: <laughs> because it was so big. <laughs> Which, uh, and cats have very small dicks. <laughs> Oh, my dear God. And then there's somebody, oh, dear God. Yes, that's another one that looks like there's There's somebody pretending to be him and it's just a stick sticking <laughs> out of his pants. <laughs> I'm sending this to you right now. Jason I'm- Gerulo. Dear God, it's almost out of the side of his face. It
0: is. He is a tripod, that man. I mean, Idris Elba is also basically a tripod. But <laughs> Jason Gerulo, like, no wonder the guy has enough confidence to only sing his name. Like, I'm sure he's not the only one. That thing is gigantic. <laughs> I would also like to take this moment to apologize to my father who listens to our podcast <laughs> every week. <laughs> He took the time out from listening because he was like, You know, you talk about a lot of like, uh, like woman stuff. So I'm sure he's not going to be the biggest. Well, we're not talking about woman stuff today. We're talking about man stuff. (laughs) Good Lord. Like, is that Photoshop, that thing? Good lord.
1: That looks too uncomfortable. How does he even keep that in pants? Also, does it, like, hurt? I feel like that would hurt. Him, right? Yeah, guys, um, any men that are listening, except for Ashley's dad, uh, <laughs> please write in and tell us if you have a big dick, does it hurt? We need to know. Does it, does it hurt? Oh, God. Oh, God. Um, okay. CTA, call to action. Big dick, guys. Does it hurt? Let us know. Does it hurt you? We don't,
0: we don't need to know about the women's perspective. Does it hurt you? We know it hurts us. (laughs) God, I can't wait to see what Cafe Mom does for PR for this one. Okay, next up, on multiple lists, and I've never noticed, and probably because it's really not anything to write home about, Prince
1: Harry. No, but I was... Surprised? I feel like there should be a royal rule. Thou shalt not have thy dick. Right. Out in pants. Right. If women are only allowed to wear like three colors, evidently for them, or like these earrings have to be approved, then men's dicks should be a part they of that. They
0: have to drink soup a certain way. And you're telling me I can see his
1: bulge <laughs> through his pants? What? does seem problematic, doesn't uh, it?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's a patriarchy. <laughs> Listen, the next few on this list, I'm just going to cut to the chase. Not impressive. No, Mark Wahlberg. Mark Mark Wahlberg, Wahlberg. not
1: impressive. You know what? I gotta say, I don't feel the vibration. I I don't feel it, feel it. I
0: don't. It is not a good vibration. Here's the thing. Mark Wahlberg, not at all a thing for me. In no way. I don't enjoy his film work. I
1: uh, don't. I like him in Boogie Nights. Yeah, I like Ted. Ted was good. (laughs) I do like Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Sure. But he was a former Calvin Klein
0: model, underwear model. And also, the guy wakes up at like 4 a.m. Works out like four times, plays golf every day. Like maybe that's why he's so strict. I don't know. There's some correlation between the lifestyle he leads and it like his completely unimpressive member.
1: Well, listen, no matter how much you work out, it can't make your dick bigger. I guess that's true. Unless you're <laughs> Jack Black and you're doing dick push-ups. Oh my God. My favorite part of that sketch is like, yeah, man, how many can you do? And he's like, well, just one, but, <laughs> but for now.
0: And just the best one. part is it's not even a visual sketch. It's
1: all audio. <laughs> and then the guy, the one guy's like, well, one's all you need. Yeah. Oh, my God. Next up, Scott Disson. Ugh. Like, who cares? Who cares? Also, I don't think Adam Levine has a big dick either. Adam Devine. Adam Devine.
0: Uh, no, he doesn't. But if you look at the picture, it is so funny because it's him zip lining. I
1: know. And it's just, like,
0: poking it up. It's just, like, a big old fat mound. And it is, like, not fat in a good way. It's just, like, so. funny. Yeah. I just needed to mention him because you all need to go look at the link in the show notes and find the picture of Adam Devine zip lining because you're just going to chuckle. Justin Bieber, like, stop posting pictures in your underwear. That's just, I, I don't. Stop it. You're not impressive either. No. Also, I don't know who the game is, but this gentleman, Whew. that is a Z.
1: Is he an actor or a singer? I believe he's a rapper. Yeah, singer. Rapper, singer. Yeah. That thing. Ain't no playing games with that. Thing. I mean, when
0: you've got a thing like that, why does anyone need to know what your profession is? <laughs>
1: Honestly. And just lead with that.
0: Yeah. Hi, my name is The Game and I have a huge dick. (laughs) Also, sidebar, since we're on the topic of dicks, did you guys ever think we could talk for 15 minutes about dicks we've never actually seen? We've only seen The Bulge. What an art
1: form. Well, now you know how it feels because I feel like men have been doing this to women for years. Oh, for
0: sure. 100%. So as always, I am watching Roni, Real Housewives of New York to fall asleep at night. I'm in peak Roni times. You know, we're at the point where we've got a Viva, We've got Heather we've got Carol we've got Ramona Sonia Luann you know just assume everyone I'm talking to knows as much about Ronnie as I do but there is a snippet where Carol is talking about the Harry Dubin if you don't <laughs> know you just don't know and she says his cock firstly I hate that word like I hate myself for saying that word it's just oh. you know how some people feel about moist is how I feel about that word but the way she says it like emphasis she puts on certain sounds I can't even write Replicate it. It is so vile to me the way she says it.
1: I hate it. And that's all
0: I needed to say.
1: I just feel like I need to make this known that there are some other big celebrity bulges that we didn't mention. Oh, like who?
0: I thought I was so comprehensive.
1: Orlando Bloom. Well, we've flat out seen his. Correct. Yeah. Evidently, John Mayer. Oh, actually, you're right. Why wasn't he on any of these lists? David
0: Beckham. Michael Fassbender. Oh, yes. And you know why I didn't put him on the list? Because I couldn't remember his last name. Got it. But he's so hot. Fassbender, whatever his name is. I haven't seen his that movie but I just find him I think he's a beautiful man. Shamar Moore. Yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah. yeah. Evidently Ben Affleck. Huge cock. Ben Affleck? Evidently. Yeah. Really? Yeah evidently. You know it does make sense. Only a man with a big cock could get that terrible Can tattoo. Can you stop on saying that word though? <laughs> Please. Evidently Rafe Fine, so Voldemort has a big bulge evidently. Oh okay. Liam Neeson. Huh. Uh, Jay-Z. Really? Yes. Huh. Tommy Lee. We've seen his. Yeah, 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 yeah. Willem Dafoe. We've seen his too. Have Lee in what? Uh, Lars von Trier in the oh. one of the Lars von Trier movies. Of course. Um, Lars von Trier one time said uh, everyone got confused because they saw his penis and they did it. it was so sizable. Um, Here's some ones we don't know. Dan Rather hung like a horse. I feel like that is, like, blasphemous to know <laughs> that about Dan Rather. In fact, I might be traumatized. Just so you know, uh, Eddie Murphy, evidently, Not also surprising has a really, big dick. Uh, I feel like Dan Rather was really the biggest surprise, surprise of all. Surprise! You know, there are some people that you just don't think of as sexual beings. Mr.
0: Rogers, Daniel Tiger's dad, <laughs> Dan Rather. These are people whose dicks I try not to think about.
1: And that's why here on Momtourage, we discuss the things that people, they're not talking about. We are doing God's work. Evidently, Jason Momoa has a big dick, but like, obviously, because... But like literally, if I had to randomly pick somebody, I would have picked. And then Stephen the Tyler, but he looks like a, a sexy grandma, so that makes me so uncomfortable no, to think about it.
0: Not a chance, Stephen Tyler. If you were like Mick Jagger, I'd <laughs> be <you're> like, "Fuck <laughs> you, no way." Not a chance. He's tiny. Once again, we're bringing you the really important mom content. This is what every mom needs. We are either going to like lose a shit ton of followers from this, or like people are just going to be having a good old time with this. I hope you. You guys have a good old time. Well, listen,
1: guys, I thought I had a brain tumor. So just oh, let me live. Just let me live. Just let her talk about dicks, okay? I, I had a brain tumor. No, I just want to talk about dicks, okay? Like, we'll talk about other stuff soon. Can you believe we got this script approved? But also, I'd just like to say, we are really appreciative of the Cafe Mom partnership that they just let us be our weirdo selves.
0: I was talking about it this morning, and I was like, I'm actually like working with a company that seems to value us. Feels weird. Which feels weird. That's a weird feel. I feel like I've had agents and
1: managers before, never felt valued, so. They did say that they considered us a kind of a lifestyle podcast. Not just a mom, but like life, and part of lifestyle is talking about bulge.
0: I would agree. Listen, dicks are a part of life. How'd we all get here? It's my kid's fourth birthday. He only got here one way. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. If you know of
1: another big bulge and you want to let us know, <laughs> reach out at hello at podcast at gmail.com. Tell us about a big dick you see or if you just want to
0: give us some feedback on dicks we talked about or you googled them you were like holy shit you weren't joking
1: about Jason Derulo Jason Derulo Plus you also have a phone number that you can you can look at these pictures that we are talking about and say holy shit Yeah actually
0: I would love to get some audio of you guys looking at dicks looking at these these dicks and I'm going to give you that number right now You can call us at 201
1: 677 Two eight. Let us hear you react to these bulges. Hashtag swag bag.
0: All right, so I'm going to start off our hashtag swag bag because we kind of we have the same brand, just different types. So we were sent these to try out and I had a whole long phone call with the person who sent it to us. And she was like, listen, I literally bought into this company because I tried it and it works. And I was just like, huh? She goes on to explain these supplements, for lack of a better term, that do in fact work. It is called Synergic. They have better calm, better energy, better focus and better sleep those are the four different types and it's not an mml it is not an mml which my husband has asked it is not bullshit they work with a functional medicine doctor who actually believes in this we are not medical experts so don't take our medical advice but i can tell you i have been popping a better focus every day because we've been so drowned in work for you know all this launch and everything i literally feel like bradley cooper in limitless <laughs> I am just like, I can do everything. Like I may as well have Jason Derulo dick confidence with the amount these Better Focus help. So she told me her favorite cocktail is Better focus and a better calm. She does one of each. Ooh, and Oh, it's like an upper and a downer. I think it's like an upper and a stabilizer It's a better way of thinking of it. I've also had Matt take them because he was like, I want to be limitless. And he takes... I want to be limitless. Literally, we send each other like limitless gifts during the day while we're like checking in with each other while I'm upstairs, he's downstairs. It is so good. It is so, it's like taking speed or something. I've never taken it, but I imagine that's what it's like. You know, when people are like, oh, I take Adderall and I clean my house. It's like the same thing, except I don't feel jittery. I'm not scared. I'm not anything like that. These are so mind-blowingly awesome.
1: And you like the sleep. So I've been having a lot, a lot, a lot of sleep issues for so many reasons, but uh, I've just been having a ton of sleep issues. And so I took the sleep and I, none of these other sleep things, usually work for me, to be honest with you. Like, it's always like, you know, take Valerian Like, Lee's always like, oh, they they work. It's so good. I'm like, no, bitch, they don't work for me. I'm sorry, they don't work. But this one really works. I take it and like, maybe 35 minutes later, I start to feel like a kind of heaviness. It definitely has affected my TikTok watching because I did my best TikTok at night. But thank God, because sleep is more important than TikTok. And it keeps me like drowsy. Like, sometimes I suffer from like, I wake up and then I have trouble going back to sleep. Yes, same. Not only does it like help you fall Fall asleep. But then like if I have to get up to pee or like get Luna or whatever, I am can stay kind of like in the sleep zone.
0: That's the key right there. So
1: that's really good. So anyway, I really like them. Yeah, I just
0: generally really, really love it. I think it allows me to take care of myself without taking away from some other facet of my life, which is pretty hard to do as a mom. Like it's hard when you work from home and your kid is home a lot of the time and you have to work, but you also need to do things like take care of your kid. So, like, every time he sidebars me, I'm just, oh, okay, Uh, what was I doing? Uh, How do I, what, huh? This, it's like, I'm like, boom, 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 boom. It is incredible. In the interest of full disclosure, we love it so much. We are now affiliates. So, we do have a code for you that we do make a percentage of a commission off of. The code is MOMTRASH15. You can get it at besynergic.com. It's B-E-S-Y-N-E-R-G-I-C.com. There's a link in the show notes. There's a link on our website. You know, Carrie and I really don't work with companies that we don't believe in. And we're just like blown away by this. So try it out. We're going to be doing a few giveaways coming up. And uh, if you love it, let us know because we want to hear. Also, if you love us, let us know. Always, forever. Well, there you have it, guys. Another wonderful episode. We've covered the gamut today. Truly, guys, truly. Uh, We love you. Have a good week. Bye. Okay, that's our show today